Okay, so welcome to Basket News Talks. And we have, uh, we're visiting in Monaco and we have Olympiakos Piraeus forward Sasha Zenkov. Hello, Sasha. Hello. Actually, nice. we had a question from Basket News Plus member and uh, Audrus Vashkavich uh, asked if you're Sasha or Alexander, but I wanted to rephrase the question when and who calls you Sasha and when and who calls you Alexander? That's nice. Like, uh, when I was until, until 15 years old, like everybody was calling me Alexander, but when, then I went to Aris and one coach, you know, uh, he was calling me Sasha, Sasha, yeah. Sasha. And then like everybody started from there. So I think right now only my mom is calling me Alexander, you know, mm. maybe some other two, three people, yeah. like our equipment manager sometimes. Okay. He like, like, but he called me Alexandros, you know, okay. in Greek, but very few people. Yeah. I, because I thought that maybe mom is calling you Alexander when you're doing something wrong, you know, in a more uh, strict way. No, no uh, okay. like she she just like keep it uh, Alexander. But sometimes, you know, like mm -hmm. even some some guys, if you they call me Alexander on the street, maybe I'll not like uh, recognize or, yeah. you know, most of the guys and most of the people right now calling me Sasha. Sasha, congrats with a successful uh, season, both for you and for your team. And actually, uh, my colleague Augusta Shulauskas made a video where he combined 275 points in 26 dribbles. I don't know if you watched that video, if you are aware of that video. What was the reaction? Because I believe that you didn't realize that yeah. you scored so many points without dribbles. Yeah, to be honest, uh, because, okay, basket news is a big uh, thing. Everybody's uh, watching and everybody watch your videos. So they send it to me, you know, some friends, mm. uh, it gets viral. So basically I didn't realize when we play, mm. uh, we don't never realize about records, about points, milestones, you know, all these things, uh, it, can, it comes after. So when I saw it, you know, uh, from one point of view, I said, okay, that's impressive, you know, mm. but uh, from the other hand, you know, it's just a game, you know, I play the game how I know we play as a team, we try to play that way, you know, to share the ball, uh, we try to play fast, to don't use a lot of dribbles, over drilling, mm. uh, so I think uh, our style is like this, uh, to, to play with less dribbles possible. But it's not just about records, it tells a lot about the off-ball movement, which is very important because you, you, you confuse the defense, you put yourself in a better position to score, or you, you, you play as a bait for defense to get open uh, three-pointers. It's a huge skill and I would say great game reading, which I know that some, even some coaches shared among the groups of, of, of their teams, uh, uh, with their players. Who taught you this? When did you recognize that by reading some small, small situations, you can in, in, in improve your level, level at su such a height? I'll tell you, to be honest with you, the, the basketball game, uh, it's a game of guards, you know. Uh, the guards control the ball, the guards control most of the possession. So you have to do the small things like go offensive rebound, move uh, well off ball, because also off ball, uh, it's tricky because if you cut all the times and you move, maybe you uh, break the spacing of the coach, maybe you go to position you don't have to be. So you, you have to realize. So I, uh, I see some games, I see uh, some players who are like uh, playing really good off ball. Uh, and so I, I just uh, try to read where I have to go. Sometimes I make mistakes, you know, sometimes uh, Lucas tell me, hey, stay out or mm. don't cut this position. Uh, sometimes I force uh, players to make turnovers because of me and I know mm. that but you know I, I try to I try to do it uh, just to confuse like you said the defense and to show that uh, 
you have to move uh, to find some points, to find some assists, to find uh, some spacing. Because if the if the defense is on you and they guard you, you have to find some ways to. And as I said, the boys to the guard, so uh, you have uh, maybe few possessions or few time to uh, with the ball to do what you can. So you have to find some space. You said you learn off-ball movement from some players. What would be, let's say, your all-time EuroLeague uh, top three off-ball players? I think I think uh, my teammate Papa Nicolaou, uh, you know, used to do it uh, a lot uh, when, especially before, but also right now. You know, his off-ball movement is uh, great. Uh, I think uh, also Ponitka is a really good off-ball player. Uh, Lucic also is like really good off. You know, some forwards we, we play similar position, maybe not the same, but uh, you know they they were doing it this before. So see from them a little bit, uh, put my things a little bit, you know, and combine all these things. 61% of the Euroleague GMs picked you as the MVP of the midseason, but if not you, in your eyes, who? Could be the MVP. Who, which player you love the most so far after 17 rounds? Uh, to be honest, uh, uh, I've seen I've seen a lot of yearly games. So the biggest impression for me is Matthias Lesort. Uh, I didn't expect him to play so consistent and so solid. I, I don't say it's not a good player, but you know, but the consistency he's showing uh, through all the games it's really impressive. And also Will Clyburn and Vasa Misic, you know, two of the best players. Uh, in Euroleague, uh, they they perform every night. You know, the toughest part is to perform every night. Of course, Mirotic is a great player, but he was injured, so he's just coming back. Uh, Euroleague has a lot of stars and a lot of good players. But if I have to choose like three, I'll choose these three. If you will win the MVP award, who is that one guy you're taking for dinner from Olympiakos organization? <sighs> wow. Only one guy. Yeah, uh, it's it's tough. Uh, it's a tough choice, but uh, I think I'll I'll choose uh, I'll choose Mustafa. Mustafa. Fall. Okay. Yeah. Why? Because you know uh, uh, all the guards uh, and all the players uh, are helping me, but uh, uh, I think he he's a big man who thinks like a playmaker. You know, he's trying to help everybody, and uh, he's uh, he's playing uh, this. Two years amazing and he's a great person. I, I like all my teammates, you know, but if I have to choose one, I'll, I'll pick him. If you're bringing Mustafa Fall, the, the bill for the dinner should be huge or he's, no, he's he, eating no, way no, no, less no. than he looks like? He's, he's okay, you know, okay. He's, he's big, he's huge, but <laughs> he's okay. Uh, 2020 starts. It's like already 15 games into the Euroleague season 1920. You average 3.7 points in nine minutes. You already have, I think it's the third coach coming into the team, Jorgos Barsokas. How far this team success and especially personal improvements in many areas, including your role, looks like at that moment? Uh, you mean like before he comes or as soon as he... In that point of the season, like November, December, a lot of changes in the team. It was tough. It was tough, to be honest. It was the tough moments of the team. Uh, for two, three years, the team was not in the top eight. And uh, for me, it was tough because my last year in Barcelona, my, the last six months were not good. Uh, and uh, I tried to find a team where to play, you know, and to show what I can. And the first year and a half was was not successful either. So, you know, you know I, I was a little bit trying to explore what I will do or I'll stay the team or I'll try to leave or uh, to go to a lower level to play, you know, because uh, at the end uh, I needed minutes, I needed confidence and 
I was I was not positive to be honest with you. I was not positive about myself, but the only thing I could do is uh, never give up and try to work out. So I was working out every day with uh, the individual coach Calavros we have in the team and uh, I'll never forget it. It was one game in Valencia we won and the next day coach Brazogas came in so I say okay, maybe that's the opportunity I was uh, I was trying to find. And I continue to work hard. Uh, he started to play me more and more and more. And I think the, the changing point was the confidence he gave me and the work I put during summer. Uh, because two summers we work a lot. And I think that's how the result came on. What, what particularly you improved that summer? What you were focusing I, on? I, I, I was working with my coach in Bulgaria, like, you know, in the gym, track and field, uh, mm. basketball wise. I tried to strengthen my, my good parts because, you know, always it's a, to try to work your weak parts as much as you can or try to make your strong parts like really strong. So I tried to combine both, you know. And uh, we work a lot. We had to, because it was COVID, you know, and uh, I yeah. live in a small village in Bulgaria. So we have the gym. I had the gym like four months. So from May until August, like we work really hard, like every day. Uh, and then last year was successful. And this year, like uh, also we have three to four weeks to work off and Eurobasket, you know, it was a combination of stuff. Uh, but like without all these pieces, I think uh, uh, everything could be different. Yeah, so for so many people, COVID break was such a challenging chapter, but for you, it turned out to be a, something like a self-improvement moment. Yeah, yeah, because like I was in a small village with my father and my coaches. Uh, I was blessed to have the gym by myself. Uh, the mayor of the city helped us a lot to have the gym. So it was, like you said, self-improvement for four months, like really have hard work by myself. And I think uh, last year it was a great year and I hope uh, all the years that are coming are better and better. And in the last months of that COVID uh, season, I, I read some stories, even Gennacopoulos told that uh, both Pantnaikos and FS were after you or considering you. Do you remember your market situation at that moment? Was it an expiring contract? Did you have any options on the table? How did uh, eventually yeah, end I up was, signing? It was expiring contract, you know, and uh, Olympiakos made me an offer this uh, 220 summer, you know. And uh, I don't know what, you know, some rumors always will be, but uh, uh, the only offer I consider it was mm. Olympiakos. You know, I was I was feeling, especially with coach Brazokas, uh, that something good will happen, mm. you know, uh, but it had to start from the beginning. So starting from the beginning, uh, it's tough to build uh, something great, but, you know, through two and a half years, uh, uh, we are here and we're happy that uh, Olympiakos is back uh, uh, on the top eight, final four titles, and we want to continue this. It's crazy how in two years you found chemistry, found the momentum, the whole team. I mean, found their identity after rebuilding uh, in post Spanulis era. What do you think? What were the key moments in that creating that uh, core? This I team? think I think to be honest, the the guys who came in uh, last year especially were uh, the perfect pieces. You know, you don't have to take the best; you have to take the 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 guys were like the perfect pieces through the team you have so i think the guys who came in uh, like you see thomas woke up mustafa fall but also shakio makisi who came and all the other guys you know uh, came in and 
we, we make just a great chemistry. Uh, everybody will put his ego under the team and uh, how it works, uh, the team to go back to a Final Four and to uh, win both titles in Greece. And the best part is that everybody's thirsty for more and more, you know, to win more, to... Uh, but we know it's tough because, you see, EuroLeague this year, it's uh, great. I think it's the uh, best competition like the last couple of years. And uh, it's very tough and demanding, and that's what I said. Consistency is the key. So we try to be consistent with the ups and the downs, and to try for more. Two key moments just happened probably in a few months. First of all, that Euroleague Final Four semifinal game, that decisive shot. How Sasha Vzenkov bounced back? Was the next day for him? Was the following uh, week the off season for Sasha? It was tough, you know, it was tough. Uh, the first week was tough, you know, because uh, uh, to go through all these things, uh, first uh, Final Four, I didn't play well. Uh, Mitzi scored a shot on me, you know, in front of 12,000 people, uh, our fans, you know. It was tough, but uh, from the other hand, I handle it as I handle every tough situation. You know, I've been in situation where I didn't play. I've been out of the team for two months in Barca without reason. Uh, I know to handle tough situations, and uh, in my in my career, because tough situations, you know, we live with through basketball, but tough situation, it's outside of the you know outside of the box, outside of basketball, are the really tough situations. So uh, through the thing we're doing for a profession, and we love it, you know, I I said I have to bounce back. We had the uh, playoffs of the Greek league, and my only goal was to become champion with Olympiakos. So you know. Uh, I locked in. I didn't leave my house like for one month. I said like this has to be. This is the goal to win the championship. And because at the end, uh, okay, final four. Yeah, we. It was a pity situation. We we were there. We could win the title, but at the end, uh, we, it was like the best to close the season with the title. Yeah. So I locked in and. Uh, during the summer, I said that I will work hard, I will uh, become better, I will try to give my best to the Eurobasket and start the season and play one more season good. So, you know, always it's in your head what could be better in the Final Four, but you have to forget it. Sometimes you'll be from the winner's side, sometimes you'll be from the losers like we had, but at the end you have to be stronger and when you go to this situation maybe it happen again maybe one two three years you never know when you go to the final four maybe it happens again but you have to be ready for this situation and just recently you had one of the biggest days in your life signing a multi-year extension a big contract how that happy day of Sasha Vazenkov uh, looks like I was I was happy because uh, first of all the presidents and the club and the whole organization uh, appreciate what I'm giving to the club so to have existing contract and just to give you more, uh, this shows the appreciation they have uh, uh, to you. But also, you know, it's demanding and it's, uh, I can't say puts you pressure, but puts you the... Responsibility? Responsibility, to, yeah. yeah, the responsibility because, uh, you know, I, I want to become better and better and to show more and to keep this consistency uh, as much as I can. So, you know, uh, the only thing I can do is work hard, be humble and uh, try to win more titles with Olympiagos. So yes, I was happy that day it happens. Uh, but uh, the most important is to don't forget uh, what your goals and uh, yeah, you made a good contract, uh, great contract. Uh, you will stay in uh, your team that uh, you appreciate. You appreciate it, but the most important is to keep become better and keep working. I believe many fans and especially NBA fans took this contract as something as a sign that you will it will keep you for a couple more years here in Europe. 
is it is it fair thinking that this new contract with Olympiacos, considering the bigger NBA buyout, uh, the better contract, uh, will puts you a little bit more far away from the NBA? No, I I'll say like I think it like you know. Uh, before the contract and after the contract, I'm in the same position. You know, I'm in the position where I play for Olympiacos. I love what I'm doing. Uh, I have really good time here. Uh, the chemistry is great. The team is going is doing really well. Uh, but when summer comes, you know, everything can happen. So I don't close any door in my life. Uh, all the doors are open, you know, and we'll see. You know, I can't say it's January. I can't say what will happen uh, during the summer, but you know, uh, We'll see. That's what I can say to everybody. We'll see. Uh, the only thing I care right now is uh, to win titles, to make our goals with the team, the team to do well. And when summer comes, you know, uh, we'll see with uh, all the parts, like uh, with my family, with my current team, with the NBA, you know, with my agent, with everybody who loves me it's in my life uh, to see what will what, what will happen but the way did you receive any key, uh, reaction from kings no. after signing the contract uh, no because you know we're professionals and i think like in this uh, in this world everybody knows that uh, what is going on and uh, what is what happened so uh, i think i did, like i said i didn't close any door uh, i'm open uh, and uh, we'll see i don't want to i'm like this in my life i don't want to think far you know uh, i put small goals uh, in my everyday routine, in every weekly or monthly routine, you know, and I try to achieve it. Sometimes you will do it, sometimes not, but uh, like in six months, you know, everything can happen. I hope to be healthy and to see. The last question, what kind of responsibility do you put yourself for, let's say, for the tenure of your contract? And you renewed the contract until 2025. Where do you see Olympiacos by that time where do you want to see them? You know when we play in Olympiacos uh, we want to achieve you know everything we want to go to first to the final eight then to the final four and uh, then to win the title you know but everything is step by step so I'm trying to uh, see this uh, this line you know first final eight then final four and then to try to win the title and of course to try to win both uh, the domestic cup and the domestic league you know that's always the goals of Olympiacos so uh, we'll try for the maximum. Uh, we'll give everything. Uh, it will be tough because you know everybody knows now that Olympiacos is playing good basketball and everybody's waiting and everybody's prepared. But from the other side, you you want to play for that team that uh, is like from the best in Europe. So we'll try hard, and that's my goal. So every year is the same goal. Every year we'll try hard, and you know, like I said, this is sports. Everybody's playing all the good teams. Uh, we see that. Everybody can win everybody. The last team, like last week, beats the first team. So uh, everything can happen and we'll try, we'll try hard for this. Best of luck in achieving your goals. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Sasha. Thank you.